0: It's not unusual to know that I'm in love with you. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. Hello? Hello?
1: Everybody, and thank you so much for joining us. This is Radioactive Spider-Pod, the podcast that looks back on the 90s Spider-Man cartoon and asks, How many supervillains owe their rise to a vat of unattended chemicals? I'm your master of scaremonies, the mortician Kevin McAvoy, and with me as always are my fellow funerary directors, the vaulted Vero Taylor.
2: Lock me up and throw away the key.
1: And the Potter's Field Peter Iskandar.
2: Am I a wizard? (laughs)
1: I'll leave that to you to decide. Um, (laughs) A quick bit of business before we stomp the boneyard. We post screenshots for each episode as well as updates and other good stuff on our socials. So check those out for the full experience and maybe leave a comment or follow us while you're there. We're at RASpiderPod on Twitter, at RadioactiveSpiderPod on Facebook and Instagram. And all of this is on our website, RadioactiveSpiderPod.com. We even do cool bonus episodes and outtakes and that's over at Patreon.com slash RadioactiveSpiderPod. All right. Much like the subject of this episode, we have a bit to get to that won't die. That's right. It's time for Gins of the Fathers, in honor of our season three's Sins of the Fathers. So what's embalming your insides today, everybody?
0: I once again have a gin and tonic, but this time it's with Hendrick's Midsummer Solstice Gin.
1: Fancy boy. Since this episode has an undead bad guy and uh, we're seeing him for the second time, I made the most appropriate drink possible, a Corpse Reviver Number 2. And I use Boodle's gin
2: I'm also having a gin and tonic But I have this fancy Quebec craft gin uh, Les Herbes Folles Which stands for crazy herbs
1: We're gonna get crazy here.
2: <laughs> That's wacky <laughs> <laughs> So wacky
1: <laughs> It already sounds like we're no longer dry as a tomb So, let's dispense with the sentiments And record our last wills and testaments Because we're chiseling an epitaph for Sins of the Fathers Chapter 9 Tombstone Tombstone first aired October 12th of 1996 and is based on The Spectacular Spider-Man issues 139 and 142, which means it's time for another rock-hard edition of Peter's Comic Book Minute. Peter's
0: Comic Book Minute Spectacular Spider-Man number 139 came out in June 1988 and was written by Jerry Conway and had art by Sal Bushima. The issue opens with Spider-Man on his way to the Daily Bugle to talk to Robbie Robertson, but a sniper shoots at him. Spider-Man finds the sniper and says he was looking for Robbie. Sneaking into Robbie's office, Spider-Man finds no trace of him, however he finds a recording addressed to Peter Parker. The recording goes on to recount how Robbie apparently went to school with Tombstone who forced him to not print a story about him we are taken through the years of Robbie recounting that he ran into Tombstone one more time just after he killed someone. Through his life, Robbie was collecting all the stories about Tombstone through the years. Finally, Tombstone and Robbie meet, and Tombstone breaks his back. Yeah. Issue 142 was released in September 1988, written and drawn by the same folks. Uh, Peter rushes to the hospital to see Mary Jane, who had her wrist broken by Tombstone. That bastard! Oh. Tombstone wants the recording that Robbie made uh, to give to Peter Parker that went, that we went through in uh, issue 139. Robbie is recovering from his injured spine in the hospital and makes a recorded confession of how he allowed Tombstone to get away with all his murders and tells Triple J that he's stepping down as his position as editor-in-chief of The Bugle, To which Jonah rejects. Spider-Man then beats Tombstone, of course— Isn't there some weird subplot with the Punisher?
1: Well, I'm hoping this episode isn't quite as backbreaking because our story begins at not particularly Crime Central, as the villain Tombstone accepts a payment from Alicia Silver, Maine, to kill a story about her rise to criminality that's set to be published in The Bugle. He assures her that he's going to get the job done and recover the incriminating photos of her using an old friend who works at The Bugle.
0: Oh, man, that sweet, deep voice that we're never going to (laughs) do.
1: Oh, it's so good. Yep. We'll just listen to it. It drops. Oh, a fine down payment. But when
2: do I get the rest, Ms. Silver? Or can I finally call you Ms. Silvermane? I guess Elisa Silvermane doesn't have uh, Daddy's Corner Office yet. Do you think his office is being retrofitted into like a nursery? That's why it's just a playpen in the center of, and she's relegated to the boardroom.
1: It's got like a, like one of those mobiles above his crib, but it's all just like things to kill people with like garrot wire and shit.
2: It's a gun, money, diamonds, dog, <laughs> dog? <laughs> dog.
0: It would have been really good if they left a little bit more suspense as to who, Was uh, hiring Tombstone here. But then she turns around and is like, boom, big reveal.
2: Yes, you may.
1: Yeah, and she's doing her angry voice, so we know she's evil.
2: It's like the vulture. It's me, Elisa Silverman. Any questions? No, (laughs) let's keep moving.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What do you think these photos are that she is so afraid of? I mean, she was pretty aggressively into Peter, if I recall. So maybe he took some candid photos
0: of her. Um, Uh, I'm pretty sure it's her sex tape with Tombstone. Since he seems so into
1: her Give her the old cold shoulder Uh (laughs) A foxy lady by the name of Alisa Silvermane
2: It's it's just her walking out of the bathroom With toilet paper stuck to her shoe And she's really pissed off about it Yeah exactly
0: It's her wearing white after Labor
1: Day
2: It's her ordering a hot dog with Dijon mustard Oh how bourgeoisie (laughs)
1: Well look at what she's wearing right now She's the head of a crime syndicate And she's still wearing that purple shirt baby blue vest Combo (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, even Terry <laughs> Lee wears a
1: suit, damn it yeah, yeah, fucking the Kmart special at the top of the game Like, you know, you're not going to respect that
2: Listen, Harry Osborne tried to pull off the baby blue And <laughs> you can't take someone seriously
1: Yeah, he lost a fiancé over it <laughs> Take the lesson um, I mean, Tuso's not that much better with his massive collar and riding pants That I forgot I needed in my life
2: He's got a better collar than Morbius does
1: Yeah, it's pretty intense.
2: So actually, I think I figured out what the incriminating photo is because at the end of the scene, it pauses on a headshot of her and it looks exactly like (laughs) Morbius' headshot from Sears.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Maybe it's just crappy (laughs) glamour photos that she took at the mall. She's just like, no one will respect me if I have these things floating around.
2: She has a terrible acting career. She was just hawking diarrhea medication.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Or she was doing those weird stock photos that they take where you're holding, yeah. like, a watermelon and a diaper and all that crazy shit just in case somebody ever needs it. <laughs> There's some bizarre shit out there.
0: The fucking yeah. dead-eyed stare, though, she gives to the camera.
1: That's what I'm yeah. saying. That middle-distance look is not great. She's so drunk.
0: With power. And it perfectly transitions into the next scene where it's a mm, photo yeah. of her that actually looks better.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, suddenly. <laughs> Well, in that next scene at the Daily Bugle, Robbie Robertson files away those incriminating photos as he and Peter Parker discuss the situation. Robbie laments in the rise of crime, including the mysterious and totally unrelated to our story, so don't even ask, bandana gang, while Peter decides to get Spider-Man involved.
2: Who would have thought the daughter of a crime lord who's now in diapers would want to take over the family business?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: And Peter's like looking at photos of her he's like, oh, I can't believe I used to like her.
2: Yeah. No, she was all up on his grill And he's like, mm, thanks, but no thanks You're an undergrad <laughs> He threw her out
1: a like a pity date And then he didn't even show up to it
2: Whatever, man, it was just her
1: alibi <laughs> No, if I was him, I'd be afraid of being murdered for that yeah. You're like, oh, I just turned down and spurred uh, a mafioso Like, that, that probably is a bad thing, right? Probably Ah, uh, man, it's at this point, though, I thought to myself Fuck, this is gonna be a Robbie episode, isn't it? <laughs>
0: Yeah, (laughs) No, but the Bandana Gang, could it be more 90s? So grunge.
1: No, and it really will get more 90s as the episode wears on. (laughs)
0: It's true. true. At least Robbie's on Spider-Man's side. I often try to convince Jonah that Spider-Man is making this city safer to live in. But I guess Spider-Man can't do everything.
2: Can you please, Jonah, just limit it to one page.
1: Speaking of outdated uh, slang, he also says... But it seems no sooner does one problem get licked when something worse turns up. I think Elisa's silver is a problem that Peter could uh, lick, but you know.
2: God damn it, Kevin. (laughs)
1: it just didn't turn up in time. Wow. You know what? A one well-timed and very successful date could have kept her out of organized crime. If he'd showed up, given her a good time, she's like, you know what? Maybe I don't need to be uh, evil. (laughs) I know. She kind of seems high maintenance.
2: So does this mean Elisa's a bad crime lord? Her father worked in the shadows for, like, five years, 20 years, I don't know. And, like, she's running it for three months, and they already have an expose on her.
1: Anytime there's a transition of power, there's always some sort of uprising, right? You always have issues. So there's probably some leaks that came out about that. Either that or uh, Big Willie is behind it all, which he usually is, right?
2: Probably. Ooh, Big Willie's, pro- you're right, because... Uh, Silvermane was like his number one competition yeah
1: yeah exactly he leaks some info to the press they do a little expose it makes life a lot harder for Silvermane Kingpin swoops in and picks up some more territory
0: so do you think that maybe it's her and Kingpin in the sex tape
1: oh man I mean I'm hoping it's her and Vanessa honestly
2: (laughs) (laughs) no they they look too similar it's weird
1: ah I'll take it
0: (laughs) well one has the silver streak
2: it's, that's how you tell them apart <laughs>
1: Do you think it uh, carpet matches the drapes on that one too? At a car dealership The bandana gang breaks in to do some car shopping And is confronted by a security guard They pressure a new member to beat him up But Spider-Man gets involved And most of them scatter The newbie is unmasked by Spider-Man And manages to get away As Spidey is shocked to realize He knows the boy to be Randy Robertson Robbie's son
0: Oh my god, it's the bandana gang! Better watch out!
2: <laughs> All of them commit to the bandana on the face and on top of the head.
1: I think you get one when you first start working with them, and then you get your second one when you become, like, a full member.
2: And then does that mean you get, like, ones on your arms, maybe one, I don't know, around your legs? Like, is the leader just a giant bandana?
1: Basically a mummy by the time you're at the top of the pyramid. <laughs>
2: Or it's a giant bandana, like a poncho.
1: Ooh, yeah, you just get bigger <laughs> bandanas. You're wearing capes and shit. Uh, probably
2: has to do Woo-hoo.
0: with colors and rank.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. It's weird that they went with bandana gang instead of bandana boys, you know?
2: Ah! It's inclusive. The Broad Street Bandana Boys. How about that? It's not
1: inclusive if there's no women in there. <laughs> it's fine. Maybe they're just on another job. Yeah, I'm sure. You never see them.
2: No, there's a rival group, the Barret Bitties.
1: Well, oh, there you go. The I mean, Burrette they're very... <laughs> <laughs> they're very uh, they're very racially inclusive, which is nice. It's, true.
2: it's a very diverse
1: crowd. You know, the gang just jumps over the fence of this car lot. And this is why you really need to invest in some quality razor wire. Which brings us to our first sponsor, Big Willie Fisk's Palm Shredding Razor Wire. The only time you shouldn't actually handle the best.
0: <laughs> oh! <laughs> so Spider-Man shows up here and then the fucking bandana gang. It's like, oh no, it's Spider-Man. Let's jam
1: isn't it a little late for a test drive it's spider-man let's jam
0: was that a thing does that mean to run to jam
1: i was gonna say people in the 90s said jam a lot and that kind of goes for god like it meant to to go from one place to another but like there was nba jam jam Mm. was just a, a word that was floating around jock jams Jock jams was music. It was everywhere in the nineties.
2: Is Yeet the millennial jam? <laughs> I don't think so.
1: I think it is. I think you're onto something.
0: <laughs> oh, I never realized that. <laughs>
1: It's funny that uh, they, they pressure this kid into attacking the security guard, and he just starts sweating like Jordan Peele in that skit.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just, ooh. It's
1: like, how can you even hold the baton? You're so greasy now.
0: But hey, it's uh, Randy Robertson, Robbie's son. You know, his voice sounds pretty familiar. I couldn't quite put my finger on it Kevin, who does his voice?
1: Well, Peter, it's not unusual that you would ask such a question Because Randy Robertson is played here by Alfonso Ribeiro Who is a regular on Silver Spoons, Extreme Ghostbusters, In the House And, uh, oh yeah, it was Carlton fucking Banks on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air It's not unusual to be loved by anyone It's not unusual to have fun with anyone yeah, I like that he sticks to his go-to move here, which is a petulant teen, and uh, it works oh,
0: well. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, what this? What he was was Fresh Prince still even? Oh, I mean, yeah, Fresh Prince. This was, was on the
1: his. last season of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Really? Okay. So he's at the height of his powers.
2: Yeah. Of his <laughs> Carlton Banks powers.
1: Yeah. That's right. He doesn't dance his way out of anything here, but uh, he does know. do a
2: sweet flip
1: he does to escape spider-man he slips the grip and just down the fire escape and he's gone
2: which like did he know there was a fire escape there because he commits to it and i'm like (laughs) i'm just picturing him and then uh...
1: (laughs) spider-man's so destroyed by this character that we've never seen before though he's like randy robertson what's he doing with these punks is crime going to infect and poison everyone i know just cut to Aunt May beating up a shopkeeper for protection money. <laughs> Driving away on a Harley.
2: She's now beating up Rocket Racer's family. <laughs> <laughs> She's joined the gang.
1: She's filled in the the
2: power gap from uh, Big
1: Wheels' arrest and now and now it's the Aunt May gang.
2: <laughs> they call her the Aunt. You haven't seen her yet, have you? She knits a quilt. Of destruction <laughs>
1: They beat you to death and they're home by four <laughs> Back in Queens Aunt May is watching TV When Tombstone commits a B&E He trashes the house looking for Peter And more specifically the incriminating photos He's taken of Elisa Silvermay He finds the negatives and skedaddles Just as Spider-Man returns home Since Aunt May is alright Spidey then heads off to catch Tombstone
2: well, that's just a typical Saturday for Aunt May at home eating her edibles, watching her animes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like fucking some sort of ninja movie, and she's just shoveling something into her face here.
2: It's so cartoonish, <laughs> this animation of Aunt May. She's huge eyes.
1: <laughs> she's really happy though. I don't know. I think they're dilated as fuck.
0: How does Tombstone even know to go to Peter Parker's house?
1: I think that's his like fifth house. He just keeps kicking (laughs) in the door. (laughs) Be like, where's the Parker Kid? Or whatever he says. Like a drunk
2: Kool-Aid man? Just (laughs) uh.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm not normally a Second Amendment guy, but I think Aunt May needs to start packing heat here because that's a lot of home invasions for her in a short amount of time. Like the door kicks in, she should be blasting. Where's the Parker
2: Kid?
0: <laughs> just
1: right beside her uh, couch Yeah Yeah exactly I mean how does she not Had another breakdown yet
2: uh, I fully expected her To be cock and shotguns After the FBI invasion I said that last time yeah,
1: He just starts Trashing the place and he's pretty civil, like, they have a conversation here, <laughs> even though he's destroying the house.
2: I actually like it, because at first I, I was surprised that Tombstone didn't do something like tie her up or kind of, like, knock her unconscious. But it actually shows that he's not kind of that bad of a guy. He clearly could do whatever he wants to, where he's massive, and she's this frail old lady. And he's like, you know what? What, what the fuck are you gonna do? I'm just gonna yeah. look for my shit. You can try and stop me, but you won't.
1: Yeah, that's not his motivation. He doesn't care. So as soon as he
0: comes in, he's looking for those negatives. He goes right to all the illogical places in the house. <laughs> the couch. Yeah. You know, he goes to like, like couch the, cushions. the fireplace. like the, Yeah,
1: flips over a fruit bowl. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like, why would he put them there? He's not expecting you, dude.
2: Just every single China plate, just like one at a time. Just like, <laughs> yeah. where are the negatives? One, yeah. two.
0: And then Aunt May's just like, Hello! You want the
1: name's Tombstone, and I want Parker's negative. I'm
0: calling the police.
1: <laughs> be my guest. <laughs> be my guest. Be my guest. Put your phone service to the test.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's well, those edibles kicking in finally? Seeing some giant albino man come <laughs>
1: Aunt May is going full old lady here, though, and instead of doing anything logical, she's walking around nagging me. <laughs>
2: <Yeah.
1: laughs> <laughs> like she'd rather deal with Tombstone than go to Anna Watson's house next door.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now just, Tombstone, yeah. just make sure you're lifting with your thighs. Don't lift the. Don't flip over the coffee table with your back. You'll throw it out.
1: <laughs> Do you want? I made some tea. <laughs> He's, actually, I'd like some tea very much, thank you.
2: That'll be great, man. Oh, sorry. He
1: sips the tea and his voice goes back to normal.
2: <laughs> he was actually just thirsty this whole time.
1: <laughs> just soothes him. Uh, oh, man.
2: No, he's going to work up an appetite. She's got cookies for him coming out of the oven.
0: So he finally gets to a logical spot, which is Peter's uh, dark room. Yep. And then, uh-oh, we see his uh, extra spider suit there. But wouldn't he have, like, seen that right away, considering it's- A very bright red.
1: Well, red actually kind of disappears in the dark pretty well, right?
2: Well, it's not really lit like a dark room. He just destroyed all of Peter's photos.
1: I think it's just dark in there, and then he isn't going to see them, but he immediately turns around because he hears uh, her on the other phone. But uh, yeah, he almost spots those spider jammies right away.
0: (laughs) Yeah. At the end of all of this, Tombstone finds the negatives in the most logical place, under Peter's covers in his bed, just peeking out slightly. Yeah, he was snuggling weird.
2: up to those incriminating <laughs> photos of Elisa.
1: <laughs> oh. I mean, again, what was on those photos, guys? <laughs> and
2: then
1: with
0: the you negatives,
1: though, he was jerking off to the negatives? He's gotta hide his pornography from Aunt May.
2: He has to take the negative, negative. he puts it in front of the a light source, and then it just projects onto the wall.
1: <laughs> Ooh, the things he had to do before the internet.
2: <laughs>
1: That's true. So Tombstone books it, and uh, it's Pretty astute of Peter to uh, not appear as Spider-Man when he arrives. Like, he says to himself, Better not let her see Spider-Man. That might upset her even more. All right, that's good logical thinking. I liked it.
2: Yeah, she's a frail old lady. She might actually pass out now.
1: Yeah, she can deal with a seven-foot-tall albino monster, but uh, a <laughs> Spider-Man in her house?
2: Not today, sir. <laughs> right back to the disappointment award. And so Spider-Man's
0: just, like, peering in on Aunt May as she's, like, talking to the cops. And, and then I guess he books it to go get... Tombstone, and he's just going to leave Aunt May there to clean up the mess? It's like, well, she let him in here, I'm not going to do it.
2: Well, she's just going to nag him, no, that doesn't go there, oh no, you should actually fold it this way. <laughs>
1: Spider-Man does give chase, catching up to Tombstone on the Queensboro Bridge, forcing him to stop and starting a brawl. Spidey is too angry and careless, though, and Tombstone manages to suplex him and toss him into the river before getting away. I was going to ask how Spider-Man found Tombstone's car in so much traffic, but, oh, right, he insists on driving a fucking hearse.
2: Yeah, it's true. He's gotta, he,
0: he
1: commits to the bit. <laughs> he really does.
2: Could you imagine if he picked the wrong one, and he's like, get out of here, and he's like, oh, yeah, oh I'm very get sorry. Out. He flips
1: <laughs> it over, and it's just a corpse goes
2: flying. <laughs> oh, God. He just ruins a procession. The widow's oh. just crying in the second car. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so sorry, Mrs. Hendricks, And then just, like, I'm sorry for your
1: loss. (laughs) Swings away. (laughs) Sprays it in the eye with webs.
0: (laughs) How shitty is the door on this hearse, though? Because as soon as Spider-Man, like, stops it, the door just flings open.
1: I'm assuming that uh, he just doesn't wear his seatbelt, and he's very heavy. That's fair.
2: Like a slab of granite, direct quote. Yeah. I'm just picturing a helicopter news guy flying around. All right, I'm your eyes in the sky, Jim Smith, and uh, we've got your 7 p.m. traffic update. Guys, avoid the Queensboro Bridge. We got another Spider-Man pileup, and you're going to be stuck in traffic for another four hours. That's uh, your eyes in the sky. I'm peacing out.
0: <laughs> oh, and by the way, this traffic report is brought to you by Kingpin RazorWire. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there we go.
1: <laughs> the only RazorWire that can resist a Rhino's charge off a of Queensboro Bridge. Kingpin razor wire. <laughs> Do not handle the best. <laughs> <laughs> so Spider-Man's really pissed off here when he's fighting. And uh, he says, Where do you get off attacking defenseless old ladies? Is that how you get your jollies? No, that was work. This is how I get my jollies. No, I'm actually into pegging. <laughs> I'm not even ashamed of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they're fighting here. And then Tombstone... Picks up Spider-Man and throws him off of the bridge. And he says,
2: but I'm late for a funeral. Yours.
0: I'm pretty sure he's right on time. He's right there. Doesn't have to wait for the procession, which he'll probably be leading.
2: It's true. He's got the hearse ready to go.
0: You think he moonlights as an actual, like, hearse driver?
2: Or at least a funeral director.
1: Yeah, is there, I'm sorry for your loss
2: (laughs) Tombstone's funeral service, doesn't matter how stinky the corpses are, I don't breathe Hey,
1: there you go (laughs) (laughs) At the Bandana Boys Clubhouse, everybody congratulates Randay Robertson for escaping Spider-Man He's then told for the next part of his initiation, he's going to need to bring some firepower Meanwhile, Peter sorts through the ruins of his life and calms down Aunt May. He realizes the negatives are gone and suits up to go warn Robbie, who is the only other copy.
0: Spider-Man's just a wimp, okay, Randy?
2: Like, come (laughs) on. Chill, Randy. That Um, guy. Yeah, they
1: keep jazzing up his name, and I can't figure out if they're fucking with him or not.
2: I'm pretty sure they are.
1: So did I make it? Am I in? Chill, Randay. That was just the first stage of your initiation. <laughs> Maybe they just think it's very funny. Like, they think it's funny, and they're just like, hey, look at this fucking rich kid.
0: Yeah. You pack, you gotta pack some heat. What, you don't got a <laughs> strap?
1: Come yeah. on. How many, <laughs> how many ways can we avoid saying the word gun? Let's start
0: <laughs> <laughs> With counting. shitty 90s lingo. You're gonna have to pack some heat for
1: the next stage. Huh? But, but, um. <laughs> you got a strap, don't you? Yeah. I'm like does he have a strap Is it? Is this the pegging thing again
2: Oh god, uh. oh, god. Again we see the double bandana look and effect
1: Yeah it's pretty fantastic And then they cut over to Aunt May's house And she's just going off in the background While Peter's not really paying attention yeah. to her
2: <laughs> Yeah cause he knows what happened too Which is the funny thing So he's just like yeah 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 And I tried to call the police
1: And then he ripped the phone out And the- Aunt May the important thing is you're okay you should get some rest now. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Why didn't the police come? Yeah. Like, Are they just ignoring her calls now?
0: Uh-huh. Shut up, Aunt May. Go have some gin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she hit the gin.
0: If you need any suggestions for gin, Aunt May, Hendrick's gin. <laughs> 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 Give us free stuff.
2: Peter is really just pissed off because now he has to re-alphabetize his porno mags. That's right. He was so organized. <laughs>
1: And Aunt May says here,
2: Who knows who
1: else will show up here? Some giant lizard, a human octopus. A man with a fishbowl head who turns into ficus plants? No, 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 that's too stupid. I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) Oh. But uh, no mention of a certain living vampire, eh? That wasn't traumatic.
0: Oh, yeah, Uh right. Well, she got closure on that one. (laughs) Let this
2: play out.
1: Let
0: this play out.
1: (laughs) Spider-Man just can't keep his head in the game here, though.
0: And he's wondering whether or not he should tell Robbie about his son. That means Robbie's in trouble. He's got the
1: only other copies. I've got to warn him about Tombstone. Should I tell him about Randy, too? Where's dear Abby when you need her? Well, Robbie arrives home from a long day and finds his home life is in shambles. His son has been skipping classes. His wife doesn't know what to do. And he catches Randy trying to steal a revolver from his desk. Before he can do some parenting, though... Tombstone calls him up, dropping hints about a past connection. Robbie heads out to meet him, with Spider-Man tailing along.
0: Another Martha? (laughs) I was saying the same thing. Can we not have another name?
2: (laughs) Is there any other mother name besides Martha?
1: Yeah, really. But Martha Robertson is played here by Iona Morris, who has a pretty decent career doing a bunch of guest spots and acting uh, in cartoons and anime and... uh, Video games and stuff But she's actually appeared in this show before Because she did the voice of Storm From the (gasps) X-Men
2: I was half expecting her to drop A power of disappointment Scowl at my son
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice (laughs) I feel bad for Robbie though He just got home at least give him a, a few minutes to get a little gin drunk before you start dropping all these problems <laughs> on him.
0: Just get that one gin <laughs> buzz in there. Come on.
1: I'm home.
2: Oh, thank goodness. We have to talk. Robbie's got a mansion also.
1: Woo. He does very well for himself.
2: He's an editor in chief of a fucking
1: newspaper. Yeah, man. Back when that actually used to mean something. Oh, <laughs> it's true.
2: So Robbie's getting the heads up that his son is skipping school. And at that moment, Randy shows up and Randy is like the worst thief possible. He's like, oh, I have to get this piece for my gang. Was that my parents are in the other room? Better sneak in now. Better jingle the keys, shake the lock. Like, obviously, your dad's going to hear you. and He just immediately comes over. He's like, hey, what's going on?
0: Randy, what are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. You call this nothing? What did you want with my old service revolver?
1: And the, in that drawer is a old service revolver, not yep. a gun. Didn't say the word gun, right, Fox Sensors? Yeah. Okay.
2: Revolver <laughs> is different than gun. Could be retrieved. Yep. I also, I get
1: that Robbie is busy with work, but what's keeping Martha from giving their only son the attention that he craves?
0: She's busy oh. finding color-changing bandanas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: her bandana. First of all, she's wearing the same one that uh, Randy seems to be wearing, so I think he just stole it from his mother's drawer. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty sad. <laughs> but yeah, it scene to scene, it changes color a lot, which is really weird.
0: Well, that's what you did when you were a kid, right? You wanted to go and dress a little bit cooler, you just saw what your parents had because they wouldn't buy you those pair of jeans.
2: I thought you were going to saw what your mother was wearing, dress what yeah. she was wearing. I was like, Peter, what? <laughs> <laughs> which we discussed is a comfort thing. It's strictly a comfort thing. <laughs> Speaking about things that were all the rage in the 90s, when your dad pulls out the bandana from the back pocket, just deny. It's what all the kids are wearing, Dad. It's a fashion statement. I'm not part of the gang. And then you run, <laughs> you away. run away. He finds
0: the bandana and he's like, are you in that gang? It's like, what if I am? Just like, immediately that's what i'm
2: saying
1: (laughs) deny what is this you're not in that gang are you are you
2: what if i am at least they
1: care about me are you are you look at me
2: he doesn't (laughs) deny it at all being a teenager is lying to your parents
1: not me i was a good boy
2: (laughs) oh yeah what if i am in that gang like then you're grounded and no longer part of the gang so it reminds me of, uh, the
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first one in the 90s where like Danny goes and joins that gang and it ends up being the foot. Oh, uh, I guess. And he wears a bandana too.
1: Oh, well, that was what you did back then. Yeah. It was the style at the time. Now it's an onion on the belt, but at the time it was bandanas. It was- mm-hmm. <laughs> All this wannabe parenting is interrupted by this call from Tombstone and, uh, as Spider-Man says, What's wrong with Robbie? He looks like he's seen a ghost. And then Robbie's just sort of listening to this guy. He, he can't believe it. He's, so you obviously know they have some sort of connection here. But I love that he opens with calling him Straight Arrow. Yeah. Which is going to persist throughout this episode. Mr. Straight Arrow. But is that a really a burn? You know what I mean?
0: See, I don't, I don't know. I was thinking that too. In the comic, he constantly keeps referring to him as Robbie Pal.
1: Oh, that sucks.
0: Like Robbie Dash Pal. And then they changed it here to Straight Arrow, which kind of makes more sense, because he's, like, not wanting to get into crimes and shit like that, which they go into. Yeah. yeah. I love how he just calls him Lonnie, because his name's Lonnie. Lonnie? Lonnie Lincoln. Oh, yeah.
1: Lonnie Lincoln. Yeah, that's right. Well, we don't find the Lincoln part out till later. True. It's kind of weird, though. He calls him up, and he says, Meet me at Veterans Memorial Park, midnight. Is it already that close to midnight? Because... Robbie's basically leaves immediately. (laughs) Yeah. That means he... Arrived at home two minutes ago, and it's basically midnight already. He is pretty neglectful.
2: Well, maybe that exactly. He has to leave that early because he he has to account for the fact that there might be a Spider-Man related traffic jam.
1: Yeah, I heard the Queensboro Bridge is down because <laughs> yeah. of some sort of shenanigans.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, Kevin, he goes and tells him to meet him at
2: Veterans Memorial Park.
0: That how far is that away from like I guess does Robbie live in Queens? I don't know.
1: Mm, yeah, there is at least two dozen variants of that name in the greater New York city area. And I narrowed it down to two that might have been the ones that they're talking about here. There's the Vietnam veterans Memorial Plaza in Manhattan. Right. Uh, but that's really more of a wall fountain square kind of thing, you know, not very big. There's also a bicentennial veterans Memorial park in the Bronx. It doesn't have a giant mausoleum, which we'll see, but, uh, Neither does the one in the show anymore after Spider-Man gets through with it.
0: All right, well, fair enough.
1: Yeah, gotcha there, dickhead.
0: <laughs> well, just before we get to the next scene, I'd like to say that this scene was brought to you by <laughs> Big Willie Fisk's Homemaker's Bandanas. Housewives <laughs> prefer
1: Fisk's Bandanas. Oh, the homemaker <laughs> Robbie arrives at the meeting point, heading into the mausoleum to meet Tombstone. Tombstone threatens his old pal into killing the Silvermane story, but Spider-Man intervenes. Their fight quickly causes the destruction of the crypt. While Spidey manages to save Robbie and himself, Tombstone makes his escape.
2: This is some Legends of the Hidden Temple shit that Robbie has to go through to get to this veterans memorial. And I was just picturing when he lights the candle, the secret passageway open, he goes down the stairs, and he just comes across this like, weird-ass cult, and he's just like, Hey! We booked this room tonight and they're like, oh, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. we'll we'll raise the Lord of Darkness somewhere else, our bad, (laughs) we had it we thought it was a Wednesday.
1: They drag the goat to the next room. Yeah. It's (laughs) burning blood everywhere.
2: It's just this like shared, anytime you want a creepy meetup, it's the Veterans Memorial. And it's so unnecessary.
0: (laughs) It's in New York. It's not like it's in some like jungle.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, who is buried in this tomb? It's so weird. So
0: eventually, Robbie goes and meets Tombstone in the labyrinth or whatever, and he's holding the torch. And Tombstone comes out from the shadows and says, "I still can't believe you're alive. Am I?
1: Oh, what happened to you?"
0: (laughs) And Robbie's like shocked to see Tombstone's appearance.
2: It's like, (gasps) (laughs) oh my god.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Throw up in my mouth a lot.
2: He just starts talking and he's like, "Hold on." <laughs> <And he's>
1: just <laughs>
0: Tombstone's just trying to get like a word in edge wise, and
1: Robbie's just like, Aah! "I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is so rude of me." Oh, god,
2: you smell terrible. Oh god, oh. it's the look oh. and the smell.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it, I could think I could taste you. It's like, uh-huh. mm, ugh, ugh, it's like embalming fluid. It's oh, like, oh I had sex with a dirty diaper. Oh. <laughs> what the? Fu-
0: it's actually funny because in the comic in uh, Spectacular Spider-Man 139, they flash back to Robbie and Tombstone as kids and Tombstone looks exactly like that. <laughs>
1: oh. Oh, because yeah, it's in like, the uh, in the comics, he's an albino, right?
0: Yeah, he's an albino. Yeah, it's so
1: And then there's that whole racial element to it, which is that he's like an albino kid. But he's black So it's like He's not treated very well
2: Yeah It's those red eyes
1: Yeah That'll get you Well I love that You know Their their conversation After Robbie is done Throwing up Is pretty much just <laughs> Kill the story No You gotta No <laughs> like,
2: I'll threaten yeah. you With a rock
1: Nope 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 Not gonna do anything bad And then <laughs> Spider-Man gets involved With a uh, A delightful Bugs Bunny reference I think You again Revolting isn't it so that's, that's yeah. what triggers the fight And Spidey uh, <laughs> He seems like, okay, I'm gonna be calm I'm gonna be collected, I'm gonna do better He even says it, that he's at the top of his game I was sloppy last time, Cryptkeeper. Keeper This time, I'm at the top of my game And then he immediately beefs it <laughs> He tackles him <laughs> and he immediately gets pinned And then I'm reminded that Whenever these two fucking fight It ends up like Turkish oil wrestling <laughs> <laughs> They get real close And then, so he's on top of him or whatever, and then we get another uh, another reference. Brother, Uh, he ain't my brother. He's heavy. Which I knew from the song. That's apparently also the uh, motto of Boys Town, like the institution. Didn't know that.
2: It's also uh, from Concerned Children's Advertisers, which is the only way I knew it. (laughs) And it's the one where the guy's in rehab. Heavy, because I'm strong. Yeah, and then they hug, and he's. And he's in the bathrobe. Yeah.
1: This is not a very well-made building here because they just start smashing the fuck out of it. And then it becomes pretty intentional. Like Tombstone, appear- like he starts shoving over the columns in order to collapse it on these guys.
2: to pieces.
1: Beyond that fact, it's kind of completely glossed over that they just destroyed this monument to veterans.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Again, it pans to Triple J. He could hear the crumbling and he's like, Wait a minute, that sounds like the Veterans Memorial. Spider-Man's disrespecting the dead again! And he's all pissed. (laughs)
0: Let me just get this straight. So Jonah's powers are detecting (laughs) gigantic boners coming up. (laughs) Yep. And also veterans being disrespected.
1: By Spider-Man.
0: By Spider-Man. By Spider-Man, okay. Yeah. Everything's a Spider-Man. It's his
1: spider sense. Yeah, exactly. He can sense Spider-Man. Yeah. So Spider-Man is able to swing himself and Robbie to safety here. And then immediately, Robbie starts dropping backstory. He spills the beans on Tombstone, a.k.a. his old friend Lonnie Lincoln. Lonnie took the fall for an attempted ice cream theft from their childhood, setting him down a path of crime apart from Robbie. Later, Lonnie tried to frame the up-and-coming reporter, Robbie, for a break-in in a chemical plant, but his plan backfired, and he ended up at the bottom of a vat of goop. Robbie assumed his old friend was dead and isn't sure that he's not.
0: Yeah, so they cut back to Lonnie and Robbie as kids, and Lonnie is pretty fucking pissed that he can't get an ice cream sandwich.
1: <laughs> they both are. They're not. A and ass. the reasoning
0: is because Robbie had to fucking study like a good boy. Yeah, he had and to do, do his. Uh,
1: he had to do his homework.
2: You know, it's your fault we're too late, Straight Arrow, and I'm dying for an ice cream sandwich, Lonnie.
0: Delayed gratification, kids. It's important.
1: Edging because what you should learn. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, if Arrested Development taught me anything, if Robbie did go to jail, he could have gotten those ice cream sandwiches. I am having a love affair with this ice cream sandwich. You want some?
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's a whole lot of straight arrows being thrown around here. Yeah. There's also a lot more voices thrown around as well. As children, Lonnie and Robbie are played by Philip Atmore and Joshua Gibson Mayweather, respectively. Later... They're played by Billy Pop Atmore and Alfonso Ribeiro, which makes sense. Uh, Alfonso would do both the younger Robbie and his son. Uh, But I tried unsuccessfully to figure out if Billy Atmore and Philip Atmore were related at all or if that was just a coincidence uh they actually won't message me back on twitter <laughs> and i mean <laughs> what else do they have to do on christmas when i was sending these messages drunk it's, true.
0: it's also but, been like over a year they still haven't responded to us <laughs>
1: <laughs> no no these were fresh ones um i sent it a couple of days ago this is being recorded like three days after christmas for for the sake of the people listening and i was messaging them on christmas eve <laughs> Anyway Stupid um,
0: spider pod Who keeps on messaging us (laughs) Ah, Send him another stick with your wife
1: (laughs) Anyway uh, If the name Billy Pop Atmore Or the voice sounds familiar It's because uh, he was Robert the rocket racer On that trash heap of an episode So he uh, he gets another paycheck here
2: Robbie's going through how his life Was different than Lonnie's and he just felt the need to slide in that not only did he go to university, which is already different, he uh, graduated with honors. So uh, Ooh, put that in your pocket,
1: Spider-Man. Boy,
0: yeah. Humble brag, humble brag.
2: Yeah. yeah,
1: it wasn't important to the story, but uh, yeah. I thought I was going to slide it in there. It's, it's- <laughs> I eventually graduated with honors, but Lonnie, you got a different degree.
0: Yeah, I thought he was going to go and be like, so I went and I got a degree from the School of Hard Knocks. Oh. <laughs> okay, Robbie, you went to Harvard, settled down. Yeah,
1: well, Lonnie did, and uh, maybe if he fucking paid better attention in school, he would have been better at doing frame jobs, because his fucking plan here makes no goddamn sense.
2: He called him! Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, let me right. get my voice on the phone, suckering you into this not actually do anything that would really be a crime, except for the breaking part. And like. like he break, it, he did like the breaking and entering, but like he didn't cause any damage really. So it's not really that big of a crime. I
0: told you on the phone there'd be a break-in. I can even name the one who broke in. Joseph Robbie
2: Robertson. I mean, look around. Your prints are everywhere. And he's got a whole room of people willing to provide an alibi, or at least justify what Robbie was, yeah, Robbie was, There's no way he could have broken in for like two hours. He was here till 630. Like.
1: Yeah. And what was his plan? He showed up in his shitty sedan. Like he's not going to steal chemicals. Who steals chemicals? Idiots. That's who.
2: Lonnie trips on a janitor's bucket <laughs> yeah. and just eats it over the banister.
1: He's like, a vat of chemicals at a chemical plant. No!
2: Well, he's ripping on Robbie that he's not wearing gloves, and it's the gloves that cause him to fall into said vat of chemicals. <laughs> it's like that's hoisted right. by my
1: own petard. Like <laughs> oh, it's really the irony that's killing me. So
2: I actually had to go
0: and rewind it when I was watching this uh, to make sure that... Uh, Lonnie didn't say Ace Chemical, like where uh, the Joker got his powers. I'm just like, wait a second. Did they also say Ace Chemical? Because he falls into a giant vat of uh, like uncovered chemicals, which is how you store them properly in this, of city, course. Up, in this city, right? I'm like, this is very similar to how the Joker got his powers. And then he's also like albino afterwards and everything.
1: It's kind of a wink and a nod to it later because uh, Spider-Man does say Oh, that'll turn your hair green or whatever.
2: To your point, Peter, the chemicals have to be stored and also in a bubbling state. Of course, they must always be active. They cannot be yeah. just a standard room temperature chemical. They must be heated.
1: Yeah, you don't want cold chemicals. That's disgusting. What do you think these chemicals are, though? Oh, it's probably formaldehyde. It's got
2: to be a mixture
1: perfume of. and my buddy is uh, Spalding's best. Adol bleach (laughs) that's why he ends up so white it's industrial strength Adol bleach military grade anal bleach god (laughs) spider-man brings robbie back home before swinging off to find tombstone leaving robbie with his family unfortunately randy has already snuck out to meet up with the gang and its leader tombstone As Robbie checks his desk for his gun, he gets another call from his old pal Lonnie, telling him to meet at the Spalding chemical plant as his son is about to take the fall. He tells his wife to get rid of his old gun and heads off to get his son back.
2: Spider-Man's doing the man-to-man web-slinging, which is the (laughs) shoulder hug. (laughs) Hands above the waist (laughs) Web sling
1: No touchy, no touchy No touchy There's no reason Spider-Man couldn't have put Robbie in a cab Like you fucking up This guy's back And endangering his life For zero reason Oh my god So he can get home Like an extra 20 minutes early Like fuck that Why are you doing this
2: Could you imagine That exchange He's like Oh Robbie Like I can just bring you home He's like Ah you know what I, my back wasn't right from the last time. I'll just take a cab, but but thank you, Spider-Man. <laughs> it's like... It's like, too late!
1: <laughs> it jumps I off I said, the hop on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want to see people refuse the ride. You're right. I want a whole bit. <laughs>
1: Mary Jane did. She just goes, oh, there's a cab stand. Okay, bye! <laughs> Spidey starts talking about how strong a guy Robbie is. How ironic that in his moment of despair, he seems stronger to me now more than ever. And I really expect him to catch himself and be like, oh, I really need a father figure.
0: (laughs) I keep on latching on to these fathers who keep committing these sins Mm. of the father. These sinful fathers. Man, I could go
1: for a gin right now. Or a lager. Gins of the lager. Ooh, man. That's the last episode of the season. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) We're shooting gin into fucking lagers.
0: Just boiler makers. (laughs) Yep. So they finally get to Robbie's house, and Martha's there, ready and waiting with those milk and cookies.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she's got a nice big tray of Dickie Fisk's chip-off-the-old-block chocolate chip cookies, (laughs) fresh back from Europe and fresh out of the oven.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So Randy escapes, gets to the lair of the Bandana Gang, and it's the big reveal that Tombstone's their leader, surprise— and the look on tombstone's face when he sees that it's randy is just pure
0: joy he's pure- surprised, motherfucker he's just like just like Man, out of nowhere he's so
1: happy though like he he has a camera look like he looks at you the audience and he's like uh you seeing this shit No shit right. here we go stay tuned
2: Enjoy the fight He's like you wondered how these things were linked Uh, uh."
1: Oh shit Robbie's rightly goes to check the gun To make sure that it's uh, you know Still in the desk which it is And then he, uh, he gives it to Martha She's like what are you doing Something I should have done a long time ago Get rid of this I don't ever want to see another weapon in this house make you do something for me (laughs) gets her to get rid of it like she just gives her the gun like he doesn't actually do anything like okay guns are bad kids
0: i did enjoy the little twist there because he thought he's like oh i'm gonna go and shoot tombstone but i'm pretty sure tombstone's bulletproof
1: yeah that probably wouldn't help
0: whatever so i guess we were supposed to think that's what he's gonna do but (laughs) then when we were watching it kevin you're just like (laughs) he just shoots himself Well, <laughs>
2: well, that was easy. okay.
1: <laughs> That's it for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Took the easy way out, eh, Robbie? All right.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, they're like, oh, yeah, let's meet at the Spalding chemical plant, like, oh, for old time's sake. Like, hmm. You, has he really been orchestrating all of this just for this one scenario? Like, <laughs> he
0: really wanted those ice cream sandwiches, man. <laughs> his whole,
1: his whole vendetta. They were made with real chocolate at the time. You don't understand. Now they're this just whole artificial. whole vendetta has
0: been based off of ice cream sandwiches. Look,
1: what would you do for a Klondike bar, Peter?
0: <laughs> that's basically it. Yeah. That's like basically, that's the title of this episode. What would you do for an ice cream sandwich?
1: Oh, man.
2: Is there no guard at the Spalding chemical plant? They pan out to a picture of Tombstone just hanging out in the office. And I'm like...
1: (laughs) With the lights on. With
2: the lights on. Like, people are just coming and going, no problem. There's no alarms.
1: They're probably rightfully thinking, who the fuck would rob a chemical plant?
2: They're,
0: like, loading the chemicals into the truck and everything.
1: Well... Tombstone and the gang are breaking into this chemical plant, and Spider-Man circles back to Robbie's house to get help. Martha tells him about the call that Robbie got, and so he rushes off to save him. Madam Webb checks in by way of a giant billboard to give some unsolicited advice, and cautions Spider-Man to use his heart, not his strength, to beat Tombstone, giving him something to think about as he heads to the plant.
2: Yeah, so the big truck pulls in, and they start handing out crowbars, of course- Randy is shown to not have gloves on, and that'll come out later. And even Randy asks, what are they doing at this chemical plant? And good question, because I was thinking the same thing. But Come to think of it, I'm sure there's a black market for chemicals, and I'm just picturing Doc Ock just sitting waiting in his lair, like, oh, I can't wait for my personal delivery of sulfuric acid.
1: <laughs> I think you just buy sulfuric acid, but yeah, sure. No, because then
2: they'll yeah. know where his lair is. Mm, no, oh. he's
1: just waiting on his industrial anal bleach. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come on! <laughs> um, that's what he uses to clean his tentacles. How else will they get super crisp and shiny? That's,
1: that's right. True. Silver that's polish true. just won't do. Yep.
0: And Tombstone goes and picks Randy up which is like,
1: You're so close to being in the family. Don't mess it up.
0: Like, is this kid, this kid has a family. I just don't understand how he's so disenfranchised from
2: them. Well, uh, it's just classic teenager.
1: Yeah, and I mean, even if his dad isn't around as much as he should be, his mother seems to be around a fair bit. Like, he's not wanting for very much. Yeah. It's not like he's had that hard a go.
2: I think it's a bit of just the, like, Rebellious teenager
1: Yeah Maybe uh, kids at school Just keep making fun of him Because he won't stop dancing To Tom Jones or something
2: Well that's quite unusual
1: I can see that
0: Is it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Spider-Man shows back up To Robbie's house And he like pops in Martha's crying And <laughs> he says <laughs> He says like Oh hey whatever I expect her to be like ah, And shoot him <laughs>
2: <laughs> just, yeah. Ah,
1: Bang! She's got the gun <laughs> Yeah, I know it's still in her purse.
2: <laughs> Turns out she's a crack shot, just gets him right between the eyes. Yeah.
1: Former Marine Martha Robertson <laughs> 25 confirmed, <counts. laughs> 26 now.
2: But this Spider Man's just like, easy,
0: easy. I'm pretty sure she was pretty calm when she's just like, Spider Man, what are you doing here? He's like, Whoa, yeah. <laughs> settle down,
1: Mrs. Robertson,
0: Spider Man, w-
1: what do you want? Easy, easy. Spider Man gets told that uh, he has to head over to the Spalding plant, so he does. And then this giant milk ad, oh my God. <laughs> which is ridiculous, just becomes mad of Webb, starts talking to him. And I loved it because of the faces this woman makes in this milk ad. <laughs> she's so pissed off hearing him bitch.
2: Yeah, oh and gosh. she's got that I'll talk to your manager haircut. No. Oh, yeah,
1: for sure. What are you, a
2: scorekeeper? <laughs> Yeah, someone about to keep
1: score. Lord knows you couldn't score if your life depended on oh. it. Swish. Sassy. Oh. Web with the body
0: slam. She's like had enough of his incel garbage. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Look, you're never going to get laid. This is the whole thing. She's not trading him for some sort of secret war or something. She's training him to just become a fucking normal dude who can get laid. That's all
0: it is. Why does she care?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Wash your dick and respect women, you asshole. It's not that hard.
2: <laughs> don't use your brawn. Use your brain. <laughs>
1: no, use your heart.
2: Some evil
1: can only be fought with the human heart.
2: <laughs> not your heart on.
1: Yes. <laughs> Think with your heart, not your heart on.
2: Should put,
0: uh, embroider that on a pillow. <laughs> Radioactive <laughs> Spider-Pod at Tea Public. Now selling <laughs> Think with your heart, not your heart on.
1: I also like what she says, not sure that you can count. Said, nice.
0: He's a genius. <laughs> That's been proven. I'm sure she's she even smarter, though. That. Like, he is book smart. But she's uh, challenging him to prove it. Yeah, <sighs> Whatever.
2: This is another, this is exactly the same thing as last week. Oh, you tried punching him, it didn't work. Try something new.
1: Yeah, it's almost like she's got a lesson she's trying to hammer home.
2: <laughs> oh, I think I learn something as far as tv goes it kind of sucks for us because it makes spider-man the backseat passenger of two episodes now
1: yeah he's not really learning that lesson which is what's annoying
2: and we're like can you just punch him please
1: that's right it'd be better if he's learning different lessons right but Mm -hmm. we can't always have what we want
2: yeah
0: like sociology (laughs) sure i do love that ad though it's like milk it's all good it's all good. Really?
1: Would you say that it does the body good? No, I would not.
0: <laughs> well, you know, drink milk, love life, taste
1: that freshness. Robbie arrives at the plant and confronts Tombstone. He's told that he'll need to kill the story or Tombstone will release evidence of Randy's criminal activities. But Robbie reveals that he's already put the story to print.
2: da da so now Robbie shows up and he's also in the office again, must have stepped over the corpse of the security guard to get into this place with Tombstone. And, um, you know, they're watching the video. And, you know, even though Randy's not wearing gloves, he's doing a pretty good job robbing.
1: <laughs> he's really fast. They have it on a loop. He's got a good ethic. So he's just like moving real quick. <laughs> he's just. Ha, hoo, ha,
2: hoo. And I, I will say they're not wearing nearly enough personal protective equipment uh, to be handling those vats of acid and or nondescript poison.
1: Yeah, it's true. They've been soaking their bandanas in pee though, just to be safe.
2: Uh.
0: There was a lot of mosquitoes out <laughs> at night. Yeah. Um, I think Tombstone specifically told them to bring gloves and like he said, don't tell uh, Randy.
2: Did he hand out gloves and was like, Oh, sorry, Randy, there wasn't enough for you. You'll just have to be a big boy and not use them. Like,
1: yeah. Or he's new. So he just doesn't know that he's supposed to bring them.
2: And I guess that shows that they're not really his friends because his friends would be like, oh, Randay, I got an extra set for you. And then like, it'll cost you, though.
1: It also doesn't make any sense because they were like, oh, for this next job, you're going to have to bring a gun. And A, there's no reason for them to bring a gun to this. And B, nobody else seems to have a gun. And C, it's never addressed.
2: Uh, A, they needed to bring the gun to kill the the security guard.
1: Okay, wow. Off screen, off screen. When Tombstone points out the fact that Randy's not wearing gloves, all I can think of is Chief Wiggum. The suspect is gloveless, I repeat, (laughs) gloveless. Yeah. No, but also Tombstone is just like, I know you must be proud. That's why I'm recording a permanent record of this special moment.
0: How is he recording this?
1: I guess he's just gonna steal the security tapes. Yeah, just like to the security
2: tapes that may or may not be getting backed up. And that means he's incriminating his entire gang, because if you can identify Randy from the video, you can identify his, ba- his gang members.
1: Well, you can identify him from his fingerprints and that.
0: Yeah, to- Tombstone has a high opinion
2: of forensics, uh, forensic scientists.
1: Yeah, especially in the 90s.
2: Did he go to Big Willie Fist School of Criminology? Yes. <laughs>
1: He was doing his major there. It's a very weird moment here, though, when uh, Tombstone kind of tries the temptation method. It's very uh, Darth Vader-y.
2: Think what we could do together. You with your connections. Me
1: with my strength. We could own this city. I didn't love it. It's not a very well thought out plan. He's like, oh, yeah, you with your connections, which he has some, I suppose, and me with my strength. That's it, I eh? think you need more than that to take on, like, all of the other crime syndicates, you know what I mean? Like, I I get it's sort of a brain and brawn sort of situation, but he doesn't phrase it that way. It's just very strange.
2: Which I feel was also their relationship as kids. So all he really wants is for him to kill the damn story.
1: All you have to do is kill the Silvermane story. I won't do it. But anyway, it doesn't matter because he's already published the story. And I like that Robbie even says, I rushed the story to print. Uh, and you can tell because the article is written by Ned Needs <laughs> instead of Ned Leeds. <laughs> like, I didn't actually take the time to proofread it.
0: <laughs> I was just so eager to get it out there. Yeah,
2: I like that Robbie also... Decides to say it's going to be seen by a million readers, and I would have liked even Tombstone to just kind of raise an eyebrow. I'd be like, really.
1: Uh, I also like that Tombstone gets a huge kick out of the situation. He starts laughing.
2: At least I'll have the pleasure of seeing the Robertson name go down in flames.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just expected Robbie to join in. Like <laughs> I couldn't help it. It's just like old times, Lonnie. And they're just like yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: they
1: high five. Yeah, they just have a moment <laughs> where they hug.
2: Would you
0: like
1: to join me in a glass of milk?
0: It's all good.
2: Duh. And an ice cream sandwich
1: Yeah what if he had showed up And he had just brought ice cream sandwiches And then they cried and hugged and it was all okay <laughs> He
2: just stops
1: He stops being a criminal And becomes like tombstone You know like any of the other bullshit That yeah. we've been saying He becomes a real funeral director
0: <laughs> I'm sorry for your
1: loss yeah. He takes he starts eating like you know Throat lozenges And he becomes <laughs> a funeral director Uh, hello everybody
2: He's actually quite good at it apparently Those large arms really hug
1: He can carry the whole coffin himself He do not even need pallbearers Well, Spider-Man shows up and assesses the scene And he grabs Randy Showing him that his father really does care And came to confront Tombstone Robbie realizes he can't beat the Marble Man And he trips the alarm instead As the gang scatters Randy hears them abandon him And realizes that they were no family at all
2: Robbie takes a huge hit into the desk, and you can hear him just be like, oh, I wish I brought the gun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I wish I was packing.
2: <laughs> Where's my strap? <laughs> I wish I had my piece. Yeah, just well, all the words.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should have jabbed.
0: <laughs> but I don't know if the gun would even have worked.
2: No, you're right. I was going to actually ask you if he was bulletproof, but, like, Robbie doesn't know that.
0: Yeah, probably not. Uh, he has high level resistance to injury.
2: I do like what Robbie says as his like comeback to Tombstone.
1: I'm going to take you down once and for all, even if I have to go with you. And how do you plan to pull that off? Simple. I'm not afraid of the police. No! Yeah, that was kind of the through line throughout the episode, is that he believes in the rule of law, and he's willing, at least now, to face justice. Yeah. Spider-Man swings in, and uh, he, he snags randy out of the back of the lineup and he tries to like talk some sense into him they're setting you up randy your fingerprints must be all over this place you don't even know what you're talking about they care about me more than my real family these people who wouldn't even lend me their gloves are are my real family And so Spider-Man, like, jumps off the building with him and basically smooshes his face into the window to watch this confrontation with Tombstone. And uh, as soon as the alarm is triggered by Robbie, he sees all of his quote-unquote friends just pouring out of this place, shit-talking him.
2: I'm out of here! What about Randy? What the heck with Randy? It's every man for himself! They're like, what about Randy? And he's like, yeah, we wouldn't save that, nerd. Did you see how his bandana didn't match his outfit? (laughs) Who picks teal? What
0: a (laughs) fucking nerd. The bandana gang is very fickle. This entire time that we've been saying Randy, if I would just want to be like, Randy.
1: You've been talking to Randy. Randy.
2: Randy, have you been hanging out with Randy? Spider-Man tries to show Randy that his dad is standing up for him by, like you said, swishing his face against the glass, but it's just Tombstone kicking the shit out of Robbie (laughs) and Randy being like, yeah, that's my new dad. Like, he's cheering him on. (laughs) Spider-Man's like, oh God, it's backfired.
1: (laughs) So what do you think of your family now? Spider-Man and the Robertsons confront Tombstone with Robbie nearly ending up in the chemicals. Spider-Man then dukes it out with the villain, using his agility to get the upper hand and incapacitating Tombstone by leaving him hanging over the vat. Randy wants to run, but Robbie insists that they stay and face the consequences together.
2: When Spider-Man brings Randy into the office, uh, Randy also tries to take on Tombstone, and he gets smashed into a desk. (laughs) There's a really weird cut of Spider-Man running to Randy, like arms out, like, oh God, is he okay? Uh, Right before Robbie then chases after Tombstone and tackles him. I don't know. It's just like a, it's like too familiar. It's really weird.
1: I don't know. I think it was him realizing that it was a terrible idea to bring the child with him. Like, what, what, what did that at all accomplish? He lets him go and then he lets him go in first. I think Spider-Man's like, I've been punched enough by this guy. Let's let the kid take a couple of licks. Like, maybe that'll snack some sense into this
2: asshole. Spider-Man's like, take that, Randy, you fucking moron. Maybe he'll lose his memory and he'll forget all about this. Leave my cat alone. Get out of my way, you little. This wouldn't have happened if you were wearing gloves, Randy. Really- Randy. <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: so. you fucking idiot.
2: So Robbie takes down Tombstone, which is pretty, you know, it's not a bad move. But then Tombstone flips him off and then he's throwing Robbie over the the into the vat of chemicals and Spider-Man grabs him. And this is a perfect moment of Spider-Man being caught. Talking to himself because you hear Robbie go, "What? <laughs> well, now that I've used my brains, I guess a little brawn wouldn't hurt, huh?" The fuck did he just say? <laughs> like, was that to me?
1: Yeah, exactly. You realize that he's saying a lot of this shit out yeah. loud.
0: That's kind of a weird. It's just like in the in the episode with Craven where he saves Robbie from yeah. the waterfall. I guess he is saying this shit out loud.
1: He's just so he's so comfortable around his father figure that he just speaks out loud to him.
2: <laughs> it's his daddy, mm-hmm. he has to be open with oh, him Oh
1: Jesus, sins of the daddies uh, <laughs> I also laughed at the next line Spider-Man has two back-to-back lines that are pretty funny yeah. here He jumps up into the uh, into the rafters And Tombstone is starting to swing a, a pipe at him And he says uh,
2: Come down here and fight like a
1: man I don't suppose I could convince you to come up here and fight like a spider And then even the follow-up line, which is pretty good too Because he's swinging the thing at him And he says uh, What did I tell you about playing ball in the house, young man? <laughs>
2: And then Tombstone lands a line drive.
1: <laughs> oh, and yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh! Yeah. Maybe you should have uh, done a little less quip and a little more dodging there, buddy.
2: Spider Man webs up his feet and tosses him over the balcony. Uh, I thought he was going to say, take a dive, Tombstone, because it's the same move he does to The Widow. Uh, and I was like, oh, that would have been a reuse. That kind of would have made sense. But no. Then he just makes fun of his hair.
1: You better stay still. Another swim in that chemical soup, and your hair might turn green. But it's a pretty smart way to defeat a seemingly semi-invincible villain, right?
0: Almost back into the vat again. Did uh, Spalding Chemical learn fucking nothing since the last accident?
1: One more guy goes in the vat, and then we're gonna have to buy lids.
0: We need to keep it open for the fumes or some shit.
2: There's like days since accident, and it's like one scratch- one scratch like it never <laughs>
1: days since super villaining. <laughs> well robbie finally does some goddamn parenting here we're gonna stay here and face the consequences together
2: but your reputation
1: don't you see you're more important than anything else to me i'm sorry dad i'm here for you randy and the bow on this episode proves that he's as good as his word as the robertson family is reunited and speak to the police As Madame Webb looks on, Spider-Man realizes that he, too, has learned a lesson today.
0: So is this what Madame Webb had in mind the whole time?
1: I mean, I guess so. Spider-Man didn't really do anything. Well, he incapacitated the villain, saved Robbie from falling in the drink.
2: No, it turns out to defeat Tombstone, you have to rip out a human heart.
1: (laughs) That's what she was going for the whole time. What I actually meant was rip out his heart.
2: (laughs) Kalima! Kalima! Colleen! <laughs> yeah, that's how you defeat Tombstone. Exactly. The power of the human heart. His heart. Finish De- him. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, this whole thing had a bit of an after-school special don't-fear-the-police vibe to it.
2: Uh, that's like a, yeah, own-up-to-your-mistakes kind of thing. Like, Well, it's just about
0: being like honest and like, hey, I didn't do anything wrong.
2: That like yes he was part of a gang but he didn't hurt anybody and you know he'll probably serve as like he'll probably do like community service but like if he ran away and was on the lam then he'd fear the police more and it would spiral, yeah probably I think was true. the idea
1: well the most important thing is that they ended on a pretty good pun Madam Webb's giant head is on the billboard again and that she's like our head's big enough already I suppose I really ought to thank her but she's got a big enough head already I thought it was funny. <laughs>
2: No, I agree. Her smiling as he's web-slinging away, and then she hears him say that she has a big head, and immediately she's just like, hey, and, like, scowls. I can hear you! Yeah. And then she turns his webs into, I don't know, pubic hair. What
1: the <laughs> fuck? No!
2: Why? As punishment that he falls.
1: All right, that's falls. enough of this. We're out of here. <laughs> All right, it seems like we've reached our final curtain, which means it's time to reanimate some arbitrary spider ratings where we rank the episode using whatever idiotic metric we can come up with at the top of our heads. Peter?
0: Well, I'm pretty sure I've said this before, but I'm going to go and give this uh, 7 out of 10 open vats of chemicals. It was a fresh story with a few characters we haven't seen in a while, but there was a lot of really fast scenes that kept on cutting, the next scene and everything. Um, I really wish they could have spent more time on Tombstone's uh transformation, like they did with Morbius, kind of like him crawling out of the fat or him like realizing that he's got these superpowers. But, um, whatever.
1: All right, Vero, um,
2: I give this episode seven shocked phone call reactions out of nine. <gasps> It has an interesting plot that almost feels like an actual family TV show you would have watched in the 90s, almost like a cop show. Uh, the downfall to this, of course, is that Spider-Man eats a lot of shit because it's a human interest story instead of a Spider-Man story. Uh And since this was a Bugle-centric episode, you actually miss Triple J. I kind of would have wanted him to just have a couple lines about journalistic integrity or something like that. As a man who's also sat, like, lost something in the interest of journalism. But, uh, yeah, overall, I don't know. I liked the episode. I thought it was sweet. I like Tombstone.
1: All right. As for me, I'm going to give this one a seven and a half desecrated veterans tombs out of ten. It got a little after-school special for me, but it was interesting pretty much throughout. There were some good sequences, didn't drag on or anything like that. And the voice work was pretty solid from all these uh, newbies. As As you pointed out, Vera would have liked a little bit of Triple J, maybe had a moment there where he could have been uh, the journalistic conscience of the episode. But it really doesn't suffer too much uh, without him. You know, all in all, it was pretty well done for a sequel kind of an episode. Maybe the problem here is just sequels. Like, it's hard to have a character come back and then have as strong an impact as when you first saw them.
2: Ho, ho, get ready to eat your fucking words. Cue that bugle drop. You're supposed to have some big scoop. The moment
1: all America has been waiting for. Today's issue with a bugle. Brock's big scoop. Eddie Brock's biggest scoop. Big news, too. That's unbelievable.
2: Exactly how did you happen to get this? Well, well, well. Baron Mordo is back He is planning to steal Tony Stark's Technology on Dimensions so that he can Bring the being, Nornas Dormammu Back to Earth But he will also need the help of Spider-Man's greatest enemy Venom (laughs) He's back baby Ashley Ashley (laughs) Ashley
1: Oh man. I'm oh my excited. god, does this
2: also mean we get Cletus Cassidy?
1: Not I don't know if that's this episode or not, yeah, it is, but it's it is,
2: it is. Yes. It's I definitely, definitely gonna happen. Right, someone
0: get Vero a towel or something.
2: <laughs> Cause it ends with him going, There'll be enough of Spider-Man to fit in a matchbox.
1: I think that's a commercial drop, but we'll have to see. All right. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We're all over the web, and the links are found on our website, radioactivespiderpod.com. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends, family, and fellow bandana-clad posse members. And if you loved it, support the show however you can. Talk us up on social media, contribute on Patreon, grab some of our swag on TeePublic, or rate and review us on your podcast service of choice to help get the show out there. This is our first episode of 2020, and since we Woo! always spend our time looking back... Happy 2020! Uh, we're excited to spend it with you guys. So we'll be returning from a vat of chemicals in two weeks with our next episode. Until then, this is Radioactive Spiderpod saying, this is how I get my jollies.
2: Keep swinging.
1: Peace
0: and reunion to you. It's Spider-Man, let's jam! <laughs> Leave me.
1: <laughs> it's hard to let you go.
2: Be seeing you, ma'am. What a nice young man <laughs>
1: Spider-bugs, 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 Spider-man, Spider-man. and I think there's gotta be a super cut of this one. um, <laughs>
0: you go ahead and make that super cut, Kevin. <laughs>
1: I will make the super cut, Peter, for once in my life. I'll do it. Mr. Straight Arrow.
2: Still a straight
1: arrow. Always the straight arrow. It's
2: your fault we're too late, straight arrow. What do you
0: say, straight arrow? Straight arrow.